Hi, you have found us, the LaunchPlace podcast, the place where we feature the LaunchPlace portfolio companies. Tune in to our creative content to hear how you can engage with us as potential investors for your startups, and also to learn more about what are the reparent services the LaunchPlace can provide to small businesses and technology entrepreneurs in the region. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today guest hosting for the launch place. Uh, Ava Doss has been kind enough to, to give me the mic. We've got Desmond Wigan in the studio with us today. Desmond, welcome. Man, Tom, it is a pleasure to be here. Um, always exciting to um, be amongst you, the Riot Crew, um, launch place. So uh, I'm excited about the conversation. For those who haven't met Desmond before, he is one of the founders of Battery Exchange. Uh, give our audience a high level of what you do. Yeah. Um, so we are within the sharing economy. So similar to how you can rent a scooter or a bike, uh, we allow individuals in spaces and locations to rent um, on-demand portable batteries uh, to charge their various devices through a mobile application. Um, and then we utilize the data profiles that we build as uh, business intelligence tools for our partnering locations. So it could be health systems, event venues, um, stadiums, arenas, or even universities as well. It's really cool. It's been exciting to see your traction over the years. One of the reasons we have on you on the program today is that once upon a time, you participated in a pretty important event called IdeaFest. Uh, tell us uh, about that. How did you learn about IdeaFest? Uh, what did it mean to you in the early days? Yeah, totally. So um, I think IdeaFest came at a timely um, portion of you know, we were just now getting our uh, company's name out there within the North Carolina region and then, you know, started to just apply for all the pitch competitions. And, you know, this one struck my attention because of, you know, what was going on in Danville and then what they were doing in the Tri or the Raleigh um, RDU area. And um, I also had some founder friends that had, um, you know, just kind of went through on some funding opportunities there. And so, just really trying to get our, our, our name out there. So we applied just like anything else. You don't know if you're going to get in. Um, we ended up getting in and then, you know, took I took the drive from Charlotte, North Carolina to Danville, which was a few hours um, and was exposed to this new area and really loved the intentionality of what uh, the launch place was trying to cure, curate at that time uh, for early stage companies. Um, this was, again, pre-COVID. So, you know, being in person, having not only um, funders, founders, but community supporters uh, that gave a lot of perspective on some of the things that we could do well um, or even do differently. And so we ended up, you know, getting up there, um, pitching amongst a bunch of other companies that I actually have seen, you know, kind of flourish and some have, you know, kind of gone under just naturally. And so that was a really, really cool time to be amongst the founder community and, and start to build relationships because we're always looking to, um, you know, help each other. And I don't know how deep you want me to go into the actual, um, you want me to go into like the, the actual competition? Uh, sure. Tell, tell our audience a little bit about what it is for those who haven't attended an idea fest. Yeah, yeah, totally. So it is a chance for, you know, early stage companies um, I believe it was a three minute pitch, maybe even five minutes um, where you're just able to high level. This is what we're building um, in a pretty 
competitive field. You know, these these companies are vetted like they're definitely with some good ideas, great founders. Um, and then, you know, you go on stage, um, you know, it's just one after the other. And then you get a few minutes of Q&A from the uh, judges. And that was another thing that I really liked is I felt like the judge panel was a, a, a very diverse group of very influential organizations and funders throughout North Carolina, which again, for early stage company, you're trying to get exposure, you know, you're trying to get your name out there. Um, you know, I remember in particular, there was individuals from like NCID and just some other organizations that helped us later on down the road. Um, you know, one of the things that's important for the early stages is like being able to show progress. And so this was the first time we kind of pitched. And so for individuals to see us then, and then, you know, when we apply for other applications, you know, it was a really good form there. Um, and, you know, we, I didn't know, like, you know, uh, so went there, pitched, did a Q&A, and then, you know, were able to be one of the recipients of some really good dollars. And I think at that time, we were going through MVP process, right? And so we needed some dollars to invest in a new machine that actually worked, you know? And so um, we actually were able to use that IDFS dollars or winnings to fund like our first real MVP, which was so integral to now making things a lot more real as far as what we were trying to build. Um, and so, uh, you know, just taking that away and taking the necessary connections that I felt like opened up additional doors later on down the road you know, I, I feel like that time in IDFS was something that, you know, I don't take for granted and I'm grateful for the opportunity as well. It's so unique to have a competition that's open to idea stage entrepreneurs. You know, it's not just I've already got 15 customers and I'm growing and scaling. And, uh, you know, it, it is something that the launch place has done for many years. Like you said, it's three minute pitches. It's really quick. Yeah, that's a that's a really long elevator ride. When you think about elevator pitches, you, get, you know, three minutes you can pack a lot of information in, which is cool. Uh, but an opportunity to get in front of real investors, real mentors and advisors, and to build that professional network uh, for those that are thinking about uh, engaging themselves, IDFS is coming up fast. Applications are due April eighth. I encourage people to apply. IDFS itself is going to be April twenty eighth this year. It's uh, one o'clock at the Cottontail event and wedding uh, facility in Danville, Virginia. Uh, you don't just meet people in Danville, you meet people from all over the region. You talked about it helped you to get to that first MVP, uh, get, get to a working MVP from kind of idea to reality. As you then go forward and you get into other competitions, you meet investors, it creates really a, an authentic data point to show future traction from. Talk about your traction all the way up till today. Yeah, um, so we, and you bring up an interesting point because the idea fest of being idea driven was important because you think everything has to be perfect for you to you know, win dollars or you know, kind of move your company forward. But everybody was just able to tap into their, again, with the ideas and the creative lens of sharing a vision, a broader vision. And not, uh, as you kind of mentioned, not many, um, you know, competitions uh, allow that, um, you know, early stage companies to, to really be able to win. Um, but, you know, we, after that, we ended up, at that point, we had more B2C approach, um, but we were able to utilize that first MVP, start putting it out into the market, um, doing a lot of customer discovery with um, end users, 
and their price sensitivity of what they wanted to pay for our service. And again, pre-COVID manner, different events, conferences and conventions up along the East Coast. Then through that, um, pivoted to more of a B2B style where we work with businesses because not only is there, you know, spend on an amenity and a charging station, but the ability to, you know, not just have a station, but share data points, um, you know, share an opportunity for them to, you know, share their resources and information on our digital screens and like be this really cool technology, innovative machine versus some of the things that they've spent dollars on in the, in the past. And so now, um, as we look at this next year of 2022, we've already launched in um, Atrium Health, which is a really, really big opportunity for us. We're pretty much scaling throughout various locations, um, starting in the greater Charlotte area, expanding out um, several universities within the region as well. And then uh, event venues such as uh, the Charlotte Convention Center, which again, coming out of COVID, a big opportunity for us. Um, and then I think lastly, being really intentional on creating this ecosystem of allowing individuals to pick up a you know, battery from a convention center and drop it off to like their favorite small business. So there's this like cool synergy of placements of kiosk machines in local communities that we're now creating um, that kind of talks to like how far we've come. So, yeah, it's so cool. Uh, this should be the first episode of a where are they now kind of a series coming out of IDFS. So many great companies have, have gone through that path over the years. I love the idea of kind of leaning into getting back in person again. And IDFS will be an opportunity for people to be in person supporting entrepreneurs, even if they're not the ones that are pitching themselves. Uh, certainly encourage people to attend. Uh, but, but getting out there and knowing that where, wherever you go, you won't have that stress about worrying about if your phone's going to die because there's a battery exchange battery right nearby. Of course, of course. Can't wait. <laughs> Wonderful. So as we close out here, what would be your advice to anyone that's that's considering applying to IDFS? I mean, you should have already applied, you know, but, um, you know, I think just like, you know, be available, market calendars um, and, you know, some of the things that we do for pitch preparation um really think about how you can sell the bigger vision of what you're trying to create because I think that was a big part of this actual pitch and what allowed us to kind of move forward um and then also you know lean on you know individuals like myself or other end of uh, companies or founders that have been through IDFS as resources that's what that's how we build this founder community um and I kind of wanted to kind of open up that door for any individuals that get accepted just to kind of help them out and be prepared for, you know, when the event actually happens, that's like what we're supposed to do anyway. So um, that's just the advice I would give. That, that's wonderful. And since you threw it out there, uh, how can people reach battery exchange? Yeah. Um, on all social media platforms uh, at battery exchange underscore and that's battery X um, and it's C-H-A-N-G-E um, or LinkedIn, the same. And then my, my name on LinkedIn is probably the easiest way to uh, connect with me as well. Fantastic. Well, Desmond Wigan, co-founder of Battery Exchange. Great to have you on the program. Again, applications are open until April the 8th. You can find details at thelaunchplace.org. Uh, and please join us out at Cottontail Wedding and Event venue in downtown Danville, Virginia on April 28th at 1 p.m. for the next Idea Fest.